hello there legends and a happy new year to you welcome back to the uh latest episode of fpl face-off it is the podcast where uh, the casuals take on the kings in the world of fantasy premier league and as always i'm joined by mr jim timms jim how you doing hey fitz yeah i'm good thanks mate happy new year to you how happy new are year. you uh, well, as we've just discussed pre-pressing record, uh, I currently am not as good as I could be. Um, yeah, it's it's the 1st of January 2024 and same New Year, same old FPL. Um, although the week started fantastically. Um, it's we've we've obviously kind of not recorded for a couple of weeks so we can touch on how things have have perhaps gone um over over the last couple of weeks but this game week in particular started amazingly uh on saturday i had a, a haul from palmer watkins and douglas louise and i i really thought it was all gonna all gonna go well but never mind never mind how how about you yeah not bad i started i've sort of done okay this week and then um, we're currently recording uh, as the Liverpool Newcastle game reaches its conclusion. So um, I captain Mo Salah, uh, which I'm really pleased with because he's returned for me after a shaky start, missing a penalty and whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so my week sort of come come full circle. It's actually been been pretty good. Um, like you alluded to earlier, your what was it on Saturday after day one of this game week? I looked yeah. at your team fits and. I was astounded. What 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 did you have? You had four halls, didn't you? Was it four halls? Yeah, every every player I uh, I had um, returned basically. So yeah, it started with Palmer, then Foden, then Watkins as captain. Only a couple of assists, but you know I'll take it all day long. Uh, yeah. And then Douglas Louise uh, as well. So yeah, really really good start. And I thought, oh blimey, this this could be the the holy grail of FPL. This could be a game week where all my players return. Uh, and then I'm looking at my defence now. Pedro Porro, Saliba, Trent Alexander-Arnold, a combined total of just two points. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty dismal um, in, in defence. But currently on 83 points and I've still got Ariola to play. A couple of transfers I've made that haven't gone so well. Um, Saliba and Trent, uh, they have done very, very little for me since since bringing them in. But never mind, um, it's all, all changed now because, of course, Mo Salah and Son are off, which coincides wonderfully and freakishly with the probable return of a certain Norwegian uh, striker so it's going to be interesting to see what happens now I think yeah definitely uh, and also uh, as we touch on uh, that Norwegian striker talking of Man City uh, a certain uh, K- KDB is uh, back on on the training ground so mm. uh, his return is imminent I'm sure I don't know uh, if that means he'll be straight back into the squad he's been out for so long that well, he was on he was, was on the bench on Saturday yeah yeah, so I, I would imagine that they will still ease him in slightly over the uh, the next couple of game weeks. That yeah. said, we have got a bit of a break now, so um, yeah, he may well be fit and ready to go. Um, so I've got a few questions or things to talk about with that um, moving forward, especially with uh, transfer issues, etc. Yes, um, but yeah, how, how many uh, transfers do you do you have? I I actually have used one already. I jumped Ooh. straight away and I got and I've. Uh, taken Son out of my team. Fair. I've put in, and I've put in Jared Bowen because I think he's the best midfield option, um, given nice. their fixture, given West Ham's fixtures, 
Uh, and also, he's just solid. I just think he's really solid. I've, I've wanted him back in my squad for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, I'm not sure still if I'm going to um, transfer Salah out, mm-hmm. um, which I know doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but I, it's just something I don't really want to do if I can avoid it. Um, I've got a lot of money in him. A lot uh, of value tied up in there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, I've had him from the start. So, you know, I, I will lose out a bit there if I do transfer him out. And I just think, well, I might just wait and see if I can get around that. But we will see. Um, but yeah, so I have one free transfer as it stands. And there's a long way to go, obviously, until the start of the next game week. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Saturday so 13th of... Sort of yeah, Saturday 13th of uh, January is the, the next one. So, um, okay, okay. Well, before we go on to kind of looking ahead and possible kind of transfer plans and, and stuff like that, um, let's perhaps recap uh, just quickly how things have been since our last record, uh, which I think was uh, certainly a couple of game weeks ago before Christmas, wasn't it? So we are... Uh, listeners will perhaps recall that uh, I was I was pretty down in the dumps uh, about the the world of FPL. It had not been a, a good season for me, and still not a great season. But some wise words from yourself, and I kind of felt re-enthused and re kind of engaged with the game. And generally speaking, since that point, which as I say was I think about kind of game week sixteen that we were having that conversation. Um, Things have moved up for me. So uh, I think at one point I was perhaps about four million when I was at my uh, most, <clears throat> excuse me, most, uh, I've got to say the word, most depressed uh, at the world of FPL. Uh, currently sitting at, let's just check live FPL here for a live update for you, ladies and gents. Uh, currently at 1.6 million. So not too bad at all still a long long way off the upper echelons but moving in the right direction which is good it's great stuff mate that's that's huge that's a a huge jump in rank um you know like you say you you never like to hear you want to be in the thousands right but but obviously when you you know you sort of zoom out and look at that that's four million to to one point you know about 1.5 we'll call it that's great mate that's really really good that's such an achievement i have to say so thank you well done very well done yeah man it's um it is yeah uh i'm just looking at the the transfers this week very frustrating to have put in trent alexander arnold and actually if i'd kept anderson i would have gained two points there but but never mind that's uh that's the way it goes and yeah like i say it's just it's good to kind of have a, a little bit of enthusiasm and uh and yeah how, how about yourself how have the last kind of let's say two or three game weeks been been for you yeah, I'm just looking. I'm uh, pretty good actually. I I wasn't. I I thought I was just sort of coasting a bit, but I've I've been on. I th- four out of the last five game weeks have been red. Uh, sorry, green arrows for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm pretty pleased with that. I this is going into tonight. So before the Liverpool game, uh, my rank was sat at fifty four thousand and fifty. So okay. Very I, nice. that's probably the best rank I've ever had in FPL. That's incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would so, imagine. Sorry, 54,000, you say? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I, I'm pretty pleased with that. And I would imagine yeah, that might even improve after um, captaining Salah. I'm hoping so. Anyway, fingers crossed. Um, same same as you, Fitz. I've got Ariola to play tomorrow. Um, 
yeah i so yeah really really pleased mate that is really really good work mate yeah superb um yeah you've got to yeah like you say you've got to be kind of delighted to be anywhere anywhere around the the 50k mark uh is is I'm I'm blown away, mate. I'm blown away. Really, really impressed. This is new, yet yeah, new territory for me, mate. So I'm 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 really, really happy. Absolutely stoked. Really happy with tonight's result because it was a really bad start as we we spoke. Um, of course, spoke about this pre-record, but yeah, uh, yeah. Salah Salah had a penalty saved by Dubravka, who I have on my bench. That's Dubravka. Um, and uh, what's, what's even better, of course, is that Trent uh, skied the rebound. Uh, yeah, exactly. So and, and yeah, could so, have been um, some sort of redemption to have him. And, and yeah, so it was it was all looking pretty bleak at the start of the, the match. Uh, Salah was sat on minus two points after he missed that penalty as my captain. Uh, but I think he's probably finished on quite a haul with uh, two goals and an assist. So yeah, has... good stuff. Good stuff all round. Yes, well, um, um, yeah, I can confirm that Salah has indeed finished on a haul. I think he's finished on, let's just see what Love FPL is saying, 16 points, um, which is, yeah, not not a bad uh, total at all. Um, and you've uh, also got Palmer, am I right in thinking? I do, yep. Palmer, Lovely. Son, Saka, Watkins, Alvarez, they all returned for me this week. So Beautiful. Yeah, so so really happy. I've got Anthony Gordon on my bench. He got an assist tonight. So yeah. uh, there's there's some missed points there. And my yeah, my defence, not dissimilar to yours, Fitz. Pedro Porro, Alexander Arnold, and uh, Gabriel uh totaling three points between Ooh. them. So not great really. Look at that! A little uh, nice little humble brag there at the uh, three-point defence. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, if you've got it, flaunt it, as they say. So, um, yeah, it's been it's certainly been a very interesting um, kind of few weeks in terms of FPL, and it's it's all about to get a little bit more interesting uh, because lots of people have Salah, lots of people have Son, and uh, lots of people have both Salah and Son. Um, so you've you've touched on kind of your your thoughts with that so i'm in a slightly different position in that i've got uh no son but i do have salah and i've only got one free transfer now so if well i mean let's let's ask the question are you thinking or is there a way that you can get to erling Haaland? um i would have to check but i th- well there's always a way isn't there um i've <laughs> only got the one free transfer so Yes. With that in mind, that's going to be quite difficult, I think, because yeah. if I was to if I was to get rid of uh, Salah, he's for me. I can sell him at twelve point nine. Mm. Um, what I would have, probably have to sell Watkins as well. He's my highest um, valued striker, and he's eight point four. Yeah. So I mean, I I could do it. Um, it would leave, yeah, and it would leave me, it would still leave me a fair amount. It would still leave me around the 10 mil mark for a midfielder, but mm. I want Mo Salah back as soon yeah. as he's available. And he's now 13.3 or so. Yeah. Um, that will likely go down as people mm-hmm. sell him. But then again, when he's available again, a lot of, well, most people, you'd be mad not to buy him back. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the value will go back up. So, you know, it's all relative in that respect. So I, I would need to be very careful if I was going to um, get Haaland in. And I would have to downgrade Salah to a a, a very cheap midfielder and an eight yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I'll do that, but it, it is possible. 
Well, I've um, I've just had a little look, and I had worked out that I could. Um, I had the exact money to go Darwin to Harland, which would have been absolutely fine, and I wouldn't have had to worry about Salah either. Salah could have stayed on the bench if I wanted to do that. Um, however, going for Trent in my defence has now caused me a bit of a problem because I cannot. A, I've only got one move, so it would. If Harland is back for the thirteenth, um, then that is not ideal. Um, but mm. more to the point, my kind of fairly hasty decision to, and it not really considered decision to get in Trent. Uh, has actually scuppered me somewhat, uh, which is, I'm going to say it, it's friggin' annoying, uh, to be honest with you, Jim. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I totally get that. Um, you can be forgiven because if you were to look at Trent's last, I think is he, I saw a um, someone had put up a sort of a, a graphic and it was showing, I think, his last 10 game weeks or something. And he's just been on fire a little bit a little bit under the radar i feel like that yeah, hasn't yeah. been talked about as much as um or, or maybe i've been ignorant to it but he, well, he's since been... um, um so sorry to interrupt i've actually got it up here so game week 12 7 points 8 points 13 12 4 9 5 8 i buy him zero <laughs> literally zero <laughs> oh. oh it's great stuff Great stuff. I mean, that is the FPL curse uh, through and through, isn't it? Um, it is. I think he'll still come good. My only concern, I suppose, would be that Salah is off. So, yeah. you know, he, he works well, you know, in that mm. respect of he can back up Salah. But then, you know, let's not forget he's on set pieces. He, you know, he takes free kicks. He's yeah. he's attacking minded and he's very, very good, you know. So Liverpool have got a bit of depth to them. Um, you know, that said, the wheels could easily come flying off they have done before uh, but but you know uh, you know Salah is so instrumental you can see they're always trying to get the ball to him on any attack but we've seen them score you know without him and they you know we find goals you know by not going through him essentially as well so yeah, yeah. you know Trent may well step up in that respect who knows so I, I you know I wouldn't worry about that immediately the, the only thing you could do is get get him out straight away mm. is that a, is that an option for you or would you need to take a hit i mean it's anything anything is a hit now um really so in an ideal world i'd like to keep pardon me keep things the same for for next game week because then i've got two free transfers so if harland is back against newcastle that's you know it's quite a good fixture it's not necessarily a brilliant fixture um but their run city's run after that is um Burnley, Brentford, uh let's have a little look. Burnley, Brentford, Everton, Chelsea, Bournemouth, Man United. Sad as it is to say, they are all teams that he could haul against. That is a very good point. Uh that leads me to one of my uh semi dilemmas mm. is that I'd really like I've got Alvarez. He's he's just ended up sticking in my team and I I think yeah. I'll just hold on to him for now. He he seems to be in amongst it a bit and you know back, back on a bit of form so that's fine. No problem and Haaland's out you know for the time being he may well be back soon but who mm. knows. They were playing together anyway before before yeah, his injury. Yeah. So I'm not going to worry about that at the moment but I would quite like a uh, City midfielder. Um so question i've got many questions so you'd be looking at right 
Foden, Bernardo Silva, yep. um, Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. So which one would you which one would you go for? Who do you go for in that situation? It's the age old question um with City assets. You just can't you can't rely on Pep Roulette. Like I, I took a real punt on Foden and obviously it, it worked out in my favour this week. But it could just have easily gone the other way. There is, a, it was a, a incredibly real chance that Foden could just be benched, and then I'd be sat there, and you know, it's a wasted transfer. So, I I don't know. Uh, so, is this in, instead of Haaland? So you'd you'd try and cover yeah. City? Um, yeah, it's a, essentially, okay. I might I might I might take Salah out. Mm. Oh well, I would have to if I wanted Kevin De Bruyne for sure. Mm. Um, Otherwise, I could probably get around um, that by perhaps getting rid of someone like Anthony Gordon. Um, yeah. Although saying that he's returned tonight, but um, if my my issue is, I like Foden. I really like Foden. Mm. He's a naturally above talented footballer. He's he's so so good. But uh, like you say, with Pep Roulette, my concern is that with KDB coming back that can be in conflict with Foden's role. So, and Alvarez. It, um, exactly. You know. So, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. So, so then what I don't want to do is get, say get in Foden and then I've got a problem with two man city assets. Whereas yeah. would it be safer to get in um, Bernardo Silva or even, Maybe. or even a Rodri, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, he can turn it on and he's instrumental, but I mean, what does he, does he, you know, get the returns? The, the midfield spots are so <clears throat> are so kind of tricky because they're valuable. You know, they're precious precious slots, and you can't really afford to carry passengers. And if you've got a city asset that isn't going to play, then that is carrying passengers. You know, and that that could be could be really difficult. Um, I was just going to say, but if I may, one more thing on De Bruyne. Um, De Bruyne's a, a wait and see for me personally because he yeah. obviously has, as we know, he's got the pedigree and could very, very well just smash it straight off the bat. Um, but he could also take a while to get back. He could get a, an injury recurrence. And what is he, 10 million? He's still kind of there or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. So that's a huge, a huge chunk of, of Wonga. Yeah, I agree. And that it is a real risk. And he's been out for a long, long time. So, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure Pep's not stupid enough to put him on the pitch um, too early, like, no. unless he's sure. <laughs> but like you say, injury recurrence is so, so common, commonplace yeah, yeah. now, especially with long term injuries. So Absolutely. Um, I think I, I tend to agree with you there. I think uh, KDB would be too much of a risk. Um, I, would, only- I would. I uh, would. Sorry. No, go on. I was just going to say the only other thing I, I might consider. I don't really want any defenders, but I could put Edison in. The only problem is, is that yeah. every single time I've done this, yeah, it 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 doesn't work. It no. just doesn't work. I put Edison in. I think like I think I've done it once a season for the last two or three seasons, and he gets just gets twos, and yeah. I'm just I'm left there like looking like a ripe plum, and then I've got to do a transfer on a keeper, and I don't want to do that really. So. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think Edison is is one of those players for me, like Reese James, where it just seems every time I own them, every time it seems to go 
terribly. I just can't catch a break. That's why I nearly, I nearly didn't go for Foden for that exact reason, because he's one mm. of those players that I, I just never seem to kind of get at the right time. But um, yeah, I think depending on when you're thinking, if you've thought as far ahead as your kind of wild card, the second wild card, um, you know, if, if we're looking at those fixtures for uh, City, which uh, as, as mentioned in the short term, Newcastle, Burnley, Brentford, Everton, you know, you could use almost use them as kind of some sort of a, a barometer or a guide to see how City are playing, KDB, etc. Um, because their end to the season, once you've maybe wildcarded someone like De Bruyne in after Liverpool in game week 28, um, it's Brighton, then Arsenal, but then it's Villa, Palace, Luton, Tottenham, Forest, Wolves, Fulham, West Ham. So they're end to the season is is ludicrous and if wow. KDB is back and he's uh, firing all cylinders you can wildcard him in and his ownership isn't isn't going to be anything for, for a while no. so I don't think many will kind of punt on him and I wouldn't yeah. personally I think I think the other thing I've got is I think if I'm going to get a Man City asset in and uh, I'm unsure about the Pep Roulette situation it might be that I have to transfer Salah out because you know, what I don't want, I just don't like it when players aren't getting guaranteed minutes. It makes yeah. me feel really itchy and it's something I really try to avoid. So yeah, if yeah. I were to do that, um, it would have to be uh, the cost of, of transferring Salah out. So I, I, it's a wait and see for that one for me. Because the yeah. other thing is, is I've got options elsewhere on the pitch. Like I'm relatively happy with my team, but um, I, I don't know if Pau Torres has got a bit of a, a, an ongoing injury, but he doesn't seem to be getting starts at the moment. Um, whether that's short term or not, I'm not sure. But uh, another thing is, is that uh, Estupinan is now fit. He is. And he, yep. I haven't had any Brighton assets in my team uh, this year. Um, they just haven't convinced me, really. But yeah, yeah. if he's back and fit, he is something special. And like we, we've like talked about this before on a previous podcasts of, you know, look, no one's really keeping clean sheets. So... No. You want you want attacking minded uh, mm-hmm. uh, defenders. Defenders, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So I I would consider popping him in there. And Brighton have got quite a good run of fixtures coming up, I believe. So mm. it it might be something I do. But I I think in terms of transfers in general, going into um, the next game week, like you say, it's January thirteenth. Wait and see, you know, because. If I, you know, if I do one now and then it doesn't work out, I've got to take a hit. I just don't want to take a hit, which, uh, you know, is something that you have not heard me say much in previous seasons. But no, certainly not. Season is different. Um, well, well, I'm, and you know, and it's working for you. So you know, that's that's exactly the kind of right approach to to be taking. Obviously, um, so I'm just having a look at your team. So you only put in Trent last week, right? Yeah. So you obviously caught eight points, which is fantastic. So Trent, the trouble the trouble with Trent is that is is obviously his value, and clearly he could well be worth that, and has been worth uh, that kind of premium cost over the last couple of weeks. But you or I, you and I are in kind of a similar position in that if you were to downgrade a Trent to someone else, then the amount of money that that frees up does mean Haaland and Salah are an option. Um, I've just seen uh, 21,000 managers have seen enough and transferred in Salah for game week 21. <laughs> um, so they've transferred <laughs> him in as he's about to go on uh, international duty. Wow. wow. That's I mean, uh, 
goodness me i mean that's what what <laughs> guys I mean, come on that is crazy yeah, they need to get a clue there sorry twenty thousand people or however many you said yeah yeah twenty one twenty one thousand that is unbelievable goodness me i'm um, sorry yeah <laughs> going back to trent alexander arnold you're absolutely mm. right um i think there's probably other options there like i like say someone like a stupinan um and so well looking at who else has been in form uh yeah. of late they're, they're relatively cheap like walls defenders for example you know um yeah you know i think there's there's definitely some money to be saved there and like you say it really then frees up uh that those extra few mil for the big guns uh especially harlan's you know yeah uh, he is so expensive and really hard to get to and even if you've got two free transfers sometimes i've been in that position i thought oh can i get a harland in and i actually still need to make three transfers uh to well to, to get what i want um yeah so it means taking a hit but yeah um yeah trent alexander arnold what's his uh current price he is 8.5 million now Eesh. i mean i've i can sell him on mine for 8.4 so I've I've got that value tied up in him. So, yeah, again, I'm not against it. I suppose I'd still like to wait and see. I know he hasn't returned this week. Um, of course he hasn't. Uh, I put him in. <laughs> no, exactly. Thanks, Fitz. Um, we, I would probably like to see how he gets on mm. um, for the next next game week or two without yeah, Salah. Yeah. Um, I think if he blanks again, I would seriously consider it. If he blanks twice, then, you know, I think... It's so, it's too much money to, to yeah, waste. Yeah. You know, you know, you put that against uh, a midfielder or a forward at that price. Mm-hmm. You need them to be returning. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you know, two out of three weeks for sure. So, I've um I've also come to realise that uh, doubling up on defenders uh, certainly this season seems stupid. There there are only what Wolves and Man City were the only teams that kept clean sheets this week, um, and like you said earlier you know it's it's all about um it's all about kind of the attack minded defenders cuz no one seems to be getting clean sheets i don't know i'd be interested to know if there's kind of a trend over like festive period i think you know boxing day fixtures are famously kind of quite high scoring anyway aren't they so maybe there is something in that that's true that's very true and but i do agree um I've definitely really noticed it in that everyone's conceding goals, you know, yeah. and, and you think, right, okay, who are the whipping boys? Like I was looking at the table and looking at all the te- you know, teams this season. I was thinking, right, who is bad this mm. season? And honestly, it's not a very long list. No, um, no. So at the bottom there, you're, you're looking at Sheffield United, Burnley for sure. Um, yeah. And then maybe Luton, but then Luton score goals. Like, yeah. One of my highlights of of this game week definitely was um, their little rally. I say little, yeah, yeah, on the sending when they rallied against Chelsea, <laughs> and, so, and they've just got they've just got the heart, you know, like, and they've got goals in them, and they do mm. tend to score regardless of whether they they don't tend to get results, but yeah. they still score goals. So, you know, well, yeah, there I'm is some. Um, so, sorry to uh, yeah. interrupt you there. I'm just I'm just having a little look at the table as well, and there is always at at this time of the season there's always a team who's above the relegation zone who currently get um who kind of gets dragged into it and whisper it quietly but that could be Brentford you know Brentford have lost five in a row now and they're not looking good Ivan Tony apparently does want to 
to go, but they're yeah. really struggling without Mbumo and um, and Ivan Tony, as any team Eight would. Time. Yeah. So um, yeah, you never know. Someone will get dragged into it, but um, obviously we've managed to go nearly the whole pod without mentioning the fact that Nottingham Forest beat uh, both Newcastle and Manchester United. Uh, so, and we'll move on. Well, <laughs> lots of factors involved there. Many, many. Um, not only that, you know. Uh, you know, the problems, uh, should I say, in air quotes at mm. Manchester United and Newcastle as well. Yeah, yeah. But not in Forest are quite good now. As simple as that, you know? Well, new new, man- new manager bounce. Yeah, job. yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He's a good manager. We forget this because, you know, he, he came back for that stint and, um, yeah. I, you know, went to Spurs and, and it was a bit of a disaster when actually I think his record wasn't terrible in the grand scheme of things, but no. um, it was, it was under so much scrutiny that, uh, yeah, it, I feel like, um, you know, his name was mud a bit uh, after that, but here you mm. go. He's a good, he's a decent manager. He's got a decent squad on paper with Forrest. And I think he, it looks like he can get them into some sort of shape and looking at the table, like you, you were just saying then Brentford could be in trouble because, you know, transfer window, Ivan, Tony, what you know arsenal show, showing interest you know yeah, yeah. he's he's gonna want to play for someone like that surely right so Mate, there, there are a lot of players at forest divock Origi is at forest yeah anthony alanga um has obviously been a really good signing chris wood um they've got a they're really good central uh cdm uh sangare ibrahim who a lot of top clubs were looking at callum right. at the door morgan gibbs white doing really well the trouble with them from an fpl point of view is if you could kind of risk to go there um is their kind of inconsistency and the strength of their uh or the amount of players in their squad you know it's just absolutely yeah. bonkers um yeah but yeah i don't think i don't think we're quite at the point of looking at nottingham forest as um FPL no, options, I- are we really I think if I was in in a tight spot and I really needed to do something like quite mm. radical, I'd look at Gibbs White. But other than that, like you know, yeah. I, t- I saw people mentioning Chris Wood. I'm just like, yeah, fine. But and he scored a hat trick the other week, didn't he? But yeah. I, you know, not really. Chris Wood's a you know he's a he's a a decent player, he's but you know he he is a, a sort of one note striker. And when you're yeah. playing for Nottingham Forest as well, and like I say, they are good, but yeah, yeah, they're not good. They're not FPL. Points no. returning good for me. Anyway. Anthony Alanga, maybe, but again, yeah, um, again. not, yeah, not yeah. one, not one that we would kind of perhaps look at too, too. No, it's all, it's all punty, isn't it? It you is know, when you're talking about those guys. It is indeed. Um, cool. Okie dokie. Well, yeah, that um, that kind of brings us, I think, to uh, pretty much the close for this week's pod. Let's just have a very, very quick look at the um, FPL Faceoff League. Uh, I am not even in the league as far as uh, it, it, I can see because there is no... Um, uh, what's, what's it saying? Uh, there's quite a lot of people in the league. I'm 74th actually, which isn't too bad. But in eighth position, uh, Mr. Jim Tim's smashing it, and you're not really too far behind. Um, I mean, Josh Cooper, who's uh, leading the way, is absolutely smashing it. He captain Foden this week, and um, and he's still got Bowen and Ariola to go. He's he's having a hell of a season. Wow! But, yeah, that's that's big stuff. To be there is 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 incredible stuff. So, mate, you're you're doing really really well. Keep up the good work, and um, yeah, keep keep flying the flag for the uh, FPL Faceoff Kings. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with that. And as you mentioned, the uh, the Kings 
Uh, we best mentioned the, the Kings Casuals League as well. Mm. Um, there's been a change in the Kings Casuals League. You might have noticed. I have. Uh, you're you're off the bottom bit. <laughs> well, I am. I am currently, but Glenn has captained. Um, Salah so it might well be that that captaincy hall um and he's got Ariola and Kufal so yeah if if West Ham do what I want them to do and keep a clean sheet then actually Glenn will overtake me again but oh. um but I very much appreciate the um the well the attempt to uh <laughs> kind of give me uh give me a bit of a rank uh, well a you never you never know Fitz you never know it's it's tight anyway you guys are joined at the yeah. hip it seems so uh well, the, yeah the thing with that is that um, Glenn has got Son, Salah and Huang, um, all of whom have done very well for him, but all of whom are now out. So, um, yeah, you know, he's he's got a bit that, of a problem there. I, I would say lack of foresight, Glenn. Maybe. Just, uh, as a side note. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm sure you've got a plan. I'm sure you've got a plan. We I'm all sure, do. We I'm all sure do. he does. I'm sure he does. Um, cool. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you all for listening to um, uh, another episode. And we will be back uh, probably not next week because uh, there's no game week. And uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to be in Nashville uh, from the 19th of January. So that might be a slightly tricky um, situation for us to record. Jim and I will talk about that off air. Um, but for now, thank you again. And uh, yeah, very best of luck for the upcoming year. And thank you, Mr. Timms, for your time as always. Thanks, Fitz. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, indeed. 